That's right, it is another riveting episode of Last Call with Chris Michaels, and I believe it's now Tuesday. And of course, we cannot let a week go by unless we talk about COVID and the magnificent piles of nonsense that we must sift through every single week. So it has come out, according to CNN, the an ultimate pillar of journalism and altruistic tendencies that 40% or just under 40%, around 38 or 39% of U.S. Marines are refusing to take the COVID-19 vaccine in any of its forms. Very good. Thankfully, somebody appears to have a set of brain cells to rub together. Now, there are other items in this article, and they say that the average age of the Marines that were part of this survey were 25 years old, which ultimately puts them at a risk of death from COVID alone, not COVID-related industry. In this, oh, jeez. <laughs> COVID-related industries. It's a good phrase because this is an industry at this point. Um, the COVID-related illnesses, uh, at the age of 25, you have a 0.18% chance of dying from COVID alone. So this obviously is something that everybody must look at. Otherwise, there will be death, destruction, and chaos from the scourge that is COVID among 25-year-old Marines. Not 20, well, yeah, eight Marines that are 25 years old, not people that have been in the Marines for 25 years. So, oh my gosh, how could this be? How could this be? And in some places where they took this survey, particularly in Camp La Juena, I think, in North Carolina, the Marines said no thank you 57% of the time. So what could be going on here? This is something that we all must look at because if the military is turning down the vaccine, then something must be terribly wrong with the whole thing. Yes, there are people that do their own research and are finally coming to the conclusion that one, they don't need a vaccine. Two, that COVID alone is not going to be enough to actually kill them. And three, something else is afoot. Another issue here that we're starting to find out, and this was from none other than from the mirrored site, humansarefree.com. This is an article by Jeffrey Tucker. Notice how I paused slightly as I was scrolling down, because now that I know that humansarefree.com references the mirrored article at the bottom of the article and not the top, We must scroll to the bottom. Uh, Anyway, Jeffrey A. Tucker, the editorial director for the American Institute of Economic Research, penned a missive to all of us, and guess what he found out? He found out that the CDC very, very quietly, shh, not very loud, decided to make news. And what they decided to say was that there have been almost zero, not almost, absolutely zero incidences of people getting COVID from a surface that they touched. In other words, all 
of the Purell, all of the alcohol rubbing, all of the wiping down, all of the spraying in subway cars and restaurants and amphitheaters and so on and so forth. It's all nonsense. And this is according to the CDC. So I don't want to hear, oh, this is conspiracy theory. No, it's actually not. It's coming from your vaunted government that must be trusted at all costs. In fact, you have about a 1 in 10,000 chance of actually getting COVID from a surface. In other words, that is point zero zero. Zero, zero, one percent chance of getting plum tree, I mean COVID, from a surface. In other words, you are statistically at zero. So why are they doing this? This is another bit of nonsense in order to promote an agenda that will not go away until we start standing up to it. And part of that agenda was to make sure that Orange Man Bad gets kicked out of office. And in the meantime, we all have to suffer from this. And do you think, do you think anybody will be saying, hey, wait a minute, Maybe, just maybe, we overreacted to this. And ultimately, maybe those restrictions should be reversed, if not removed altogether. With, oh, sitting with a divider between each other at the bar. Like if somebody coughs or sneezes and somehow they have COVID and you're susceptible to this thing, do you really think a plexiglass divider on the bar is going to stop you from getting infected or spreading the infection? Of course not. It is nonsense. It's theatrics. It's bullshit. As none other than Rand Paul, with that soggy possum on the top of his head, has pointed out to us time and time again that Dr. Fauci is nothing more than a fraud promoting an agenda. We don't know exactly what this agenda is yet. I have my suspicions, but we know it's out there. And here is another little slice of reality to all of this. These mRNA vaccines, and this is being reported to us from S.D. Wells from the website Natural News. Now, Natural News, I've been following for a very long time um, I don't reference them very often because a lot of their articles are a bit of fluff. So they have a little bit of information and then it goes down a rabbit hole and we're all, you know, it's all nonsense. But Natural News is a good reference website because you'll find out a whole bunch of other things from that website that you can research on your own time. Natural News has been banned from multiple platforms multiple times. I don't know if they still are. So like if you try to search for natural news uh, via Google, it's almost impossible to find them. Uh, And I'm sure that all of you can prove me wrong now now that I've mentioned something like this. But they, and this was reported, like I said, by Mr. or Mrs. Miss Wells, there is a secret layer of information in your cells called mRNA that's located between DNA and proteins that serves as a critical link. Now, in a medical shocker to the whole world of vaccine philosophy, scientists at Sloan Kettering found that mRNA itself 
carries cancer-causing changes. Changes that genetic tests don't even analyze, flying completely under the radar of oncologists across the globe. So, what do they mean by that? It basically means that these mRNA vaccines, quote-unquote, because if you listen to us at the last call, we prefer to call these vaccines gene therapy platforms, because that's what they really are. But in order to maintain our competency with those on the fence, we shall call them vaccines. So basically what Sloan Kettering is saying is that the mRNA inactivates tumor-suppressing proteins. In other words, proteins are not developed to counter cancer with this mRNA vaccine. Essentially, these vaccines shut off the proteins that combat cancer in your body in the normal ways. Now, I brought up in a prior podcast the Italian doctor who said, guess what? My wife has cancer. We're going to start from square one. We're going to analyze this whole thing from the beginning without any preconceived notions. And he basically came to the conclusion that cancer is nothing more than a fungal outbreak in your body. And your body is constantly keeping this outbreak in check. So for whatever reason, whether it's uh, environmental factors, power lines, stupidity, diet, genetics, whatever, at some point, somebody's body will succumb to this fungal outbreak and basically, that's what's going on. And it creates the abnormal cell growth to contain the fungal outbreak. So in the middle of these uh, uh, abnormal cell growths and tumors is actually fungus in there. So you can tackle the fungus and supposedly, according to him, get rid of the abnormal cell growth on its own because it's the body's immune system reacting to this fungal bloom. This would substantiate a story like the Italian doctors. I don't remember his name right now. But if the mRNA vaccines turn off the proteins that combat cancer at a normal pace so that you do not have cancer, then this would substantiate his findings by saying, guess what? The body is constantly fighting this fungal bloom and the proteins that the body creates keeps this fungal bloom in check. And so these mRNA vaccines, according to Natural News and the, uh, the Sloan Kettering Center, say that, guess what, something along these lines are, is actually happening. Now, why would they be doing this? Why would they be doing this? It's part of a depopulation program. We've spoken about this countless times in countless other episodes of Last Call with Chris Michaels, as well as my radio show and other podcasts that I do once a week. It is a depopulation program. They have hoodwinked you into thinking that you need these vaccines. Otherwise, the world comes to an end. And in the meantime, you don't hear about all of the deaths that have occurred because of some reason which serendipitously occurs right after getting the second shot of a vaccine, or in the case of Johnson & Johnson, uh, usually after that shot, not usually, but there have been occasions where people have died outright because of these. I shouldn't say that, not because of them, but 
I, but it, the timing is certainly suspicious where somebody gets a vaccine and then ends up dead within a certain period of time. It just doesn't really make sense why somebody gets a vaccine and then all of a sudden they die. How come nobody is asking for any sort of autopsies about this stuff? How come nobody is saying, wait a minute, wait a minute. We had COVID, the scourge of COVID, where everybody should be vaccinated. Everybody should be wearing two masks and a face shield and staying indoors for 23 out of 24 hours a day. And if they do go outside, then they must quarantine themselves in the bedroom for the next three days to make sure they haven't contracted on and on. Nobody seems to start to question any of this where somebody gets the vaccine, then they end up dead. They assume it's from what? You're not hearing any results from these deaths other than the person died. And I can promise you that death is going to be cataloged as a COVID death when there is more than likely some sort of reaction that was causing the death due to the gene therapy platform. And the latest death comes from MSNBC and legal analyst Midwin Charles. And she is dead several days after receiving at least one of these COVID shots on March 1st. And she's a lawyer. She contributed to MSNBC all the time. And she even said that she's going into a FEMA center. And she tweeted, everyone at this site is in uniform. It's good to see our servicemen and women process was organized, efficient, and everyone is kind and in a good mood. Let's do this. And I'm very proud of Miss Charles uh, in uh, posthumously uh, because she does use the Oxford comma in her prose. So I like that. That's a very, very high mark and a high grade in my book. And then she tweeted, I have a death-causing allergy to peanuts. Not penis, peanuts. And wanted to have my EpiPen with me when I got vaccinated in case I went into anaphylaxis shock. Turns out my quote-unquote insurance wouldn't cover it and it costs $387? Question mark, 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 mark. She wrote four of them. And then on and on it went. And lately... Um, as of, when was her death here? As I scroll through the article here, um, I don't exactly know when she died, but she did die. Um, she was 47 years old, and I do believe her last tweet was at the end of March, or March 20th, I should say. Um, and that's the issue here. This person is famous, Actually, well, I should say this. April 6th is when the family announced that she died. So 37 days after it was announced that she took one of these vaccines. So all of the people out there that you see, oh, I got my second shot and all I got is arm pain, ha, ha, ha. Well, the problem is, is that you're taking an experimental shot where according to the pharmaceutical companies themselves, these things, these testing periods do not end until 2023. 
2023. We've another two years of testing to get through to determine whether these mRNA shots are actually safe in the way that they are promoting and selling these things, Dr. Fauci. And how come someone of her caliber, someone of her popularity, her pedigree, her resume, how come nobody is inspecting whether or not the vaccine or the shot, I should say, was the cause, if not a catalyst for some other issue that she had that caused her demise? How come nobody is questioning this? Her family isn't questioning this. Everybody at MSNBC, they're certainly not questioning this. They don't want any part of this because you had that moron, Joe Scarborough, uh, out there saying that you should be locked up if you do not support a vaccine passport. So they would have kind of a uh, an issue when it comes to points of view and who should be saying what if they decided to actually be honest over there at MSNBC. And oddly enough, oddly enough, the Marines are on the right track because UC Santa Barbara published a study, research, some might call it, uh, about the coronavirus. And guess what happens? The coronavirus itself is defeated, or in their terms, inactivated, by sunlight eight times faster than what they originally thought. Mechanical engineering Paolo Luzzati Figiz I guess his name is, analyzed studies exploring the effects of different forms of UV radiation on SARS-CoV-2 and found, oh my goodness, that UV light will in fact defeat COVID. And this is something that Orange Man Bad said way back in his presidency. And how many other people decided to go against him and just outright just determined to shoot him down and any other suggestion that could say that, hey, guess what? COVID is not as bad as you think. It's bad, but it's not as bad as you think. And it can be overcome with things as simple as sunlight. Sunlight. 30 minutes, the study found. 30 minutes of midday summer sunlight a day could defeat COVID eight times faster than anything else. But they won't tell you that. They won't tell you that merely vitamin D, sunlight, will in fact allow you to overcome COVID as fast as it does. So maybe, maybe, just maybe, people out there should be getting the D to overcome COVID before they get any sort of gene therapy platform injected into their system. And that's the last call with Chris Michaels. Until next time.